folks, Armin Hammer here, and you are about to catch a brand new episode of the Scale is Needed podcast. The thing about this episode, though, is that we recorded it a little over a week ago before any of these shenanigans with the CrossFit space had really gained a lot of momentum. So we don't cover anything CrossFit in this podcast, which I think is actually a positive. The experience that we've all had being super plugged in, super dialed into what's going on in the space, I think is exhausting to say the least. And this is a great way of taking a break from that. Now, we do start off the podcast talking a little bit about whether we're optimistic or pessimistic about where things are going, but the context of that conversation isn't just the sort of CrossFit communities shenanigans slash issues at this moment. The The context of that conversation has to do with the Black Lives Matters protests, as well as the, uh, you know, the tail end of this shelter in place thing that we're all sort of dealing with, with COVID-19. There's a lot more that's happening than just the CrossFit stuff. And so, you know, I, I think we, we do a really good job of addressing where we're coming from and how we're feeling about the situation and, and how to maybe contextualize what to look forward to before getting into our classic scales needed shenanigans. So hopefully you guys find a little bit of levity and a little bit of joy out of this. And if you do, maybe leave a comment. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Thanks so much, folks. I'll see you guys next time. Remember mm. when coronavirus was important like like 48 hours ago? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we here in person and all so comfortable with this? Well, because coronavirus is over now. It all ended. I, we we voted it off the island. We voted it off the island. Uh huh. We voted coronavirus off the island. I don't think that's how that works. All I'm it requires sure that's how that works. All it requires is something else to be spinning around social media for about a week and a half, <laughs> and then you're done with all previous things. And then what will the next thing be? Dinosaurs. The next thing should be just a fucking fiery ball of death. Yeah, that's that's the direction we're <laughs> headed. That's, that's not that's what the I was trajectory. <laughs> that's the trajectory. <laughs> Can we have, instead of a near miss, can we have a direct hit mm. of meteors at this point? I don't know. I'm optimistic, guys. I'm very optimistic moving forward. I yeah? think things are going to be okay. I, for on don't want to die. Could you share asteroid. that with me? Yeah. I think that things are going to be okay, Armin. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give me any, any more depth to the reasoning behind know. that? I or? mean... Uh, I don't know. I I, just, I feel like they're uh, in fundamental indicators of doom. Like you know, did we break the economy irreparably? Like that kind of stuff seem to be trending positive currently. So it's like there's a lot of stuff happening, but the the world falling off the edge uh, into an oblivion where suddenly you know there's there's lines to get gas and there's no bread on the shelves and sort of things like that. So you mean I, like either the 30s or the 70s? But I just I feel like we oh, think it appears it appears that we 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 we, we ha seem to have. You mean the thing that happened 50 that. years ago and the thing that happened 50 years before that? Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, exactly yeah. on a 50 year time scale. Yeah. And then 50 years before that was the Civil War. Yeah. Oh, we are we are we are on that. We oh, are in me. that time of change, fully, fully. Yeah, yeah. But thinking we are in the worst of it, but coming out of it. Yeah. I'm thinking by 2021, things are going to be starting to look a lot more positive. Yeah. yeah. Press X for doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess 
What's the doom that you guys see in the future? Do you see political unrest continuing to spin out of control and the economy to be doomed? And what, what sort of things? Because, you know, in general, uh, while there's a lot of bad and scary shit out there, for the most part, I think right now people are terrified because they're connected to the world through their phones. And their phones are re- designed to basically be pumping scary shit back at them. Mm-hmm. So as much as there's a lot of real bad shit in the world at any given time, and there's definitely a lot of really bad shit in the world right now, there's also a kind of... Um, there is a, definitely a storm of people being hyper-fixated on negativity right now, glued to it, and sort of indulging in it to a degree that... <sighs> You know, uh, and I just mean people being, per, you know, freaked out for by coronavirus and everything. That I think that there will be, there has to eventually be a kind of psychological release to all of this and a turn back towards optimism at some point. Because I just think at a certain point, people are, like myself, deleted Facebook and Instagram off my phone a couple of weeks ago, just starting to check out from participating in just constantly absorbing negative headlines that are terrifying them and forecasting doom and visualizing doom and freaking themselves out and kind of manifesting doom in their own lives. I just, I I don't see it going on forever and ever and ever. And so in that sense, I am actually optimistic because I think that maybe this will cause people to, in the end, (laughs) be more connected and unified in the sense that we were maybe collectively learning the lesson that this, you know, connecting to each other through this conduit, through, and as I tap Armin's phone on the table, has had some really bizarre externalities that now we're starting to see spinning wildly out of control every day. As every day people are just smashing themselves with things that are making themselves angrier and more freaked out and more pessimistic and everything. And, and, and in that sense, maybe this kind of destruction and transfiguration by that i just mean a period of tremendous upheaval will ultimately yield good things and and greater connectivity in the future i hope it's like no one knew what they were building as they were building it when it came to this (laughs) type of technology and the software that we are all semi sort of addicted to and because of that there's no user manual. There's no guidebook. Mm-hmm. There's no real way of like knowing or being able to convince someone. You can just show them how awful and poisonous it is to just constantly be uh, like uh, exposed. Yeah. To that, there were no FDA studies done ahead of time to study the long-term ramifications of this before rolling it out. It's all just there. It's up to everyone to like find that out on their own and accept Mm. it, and then and then move into a more healthy or positive. I um, but what if this? But what if this? Old school. Um, Wow, we get everyone in the same room together and just start dropping. But what if this is, huh? uh, I mean, put on your conspiracy caps. But I, I would. I would argue that the folks that created this technology and they're con- currently pushing this technology forward, that is their sole, their sole reason for being, right? Mm-hmm. You control uh, how folks engage and interact with things. Uh, you control the, the, the tap that releases the food, the little nuggets of rewards for the, for the you know, rats or the mice in the box. Uh, you essentially control their whole lives. Uh, and their whole thing is to be like, 
hey, you can't you can't leave this device. The people that are like Kyle that can delete their their social media and step away and I get do outdoors uh, are few and far between. The revolutionaries, the revolutionaries, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I know for myself, it, it's it's super hard to put it down. But I I also feel like uh, even I don't fall into that that typical category, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a whole middle part of the country that like doesn't doesn't believe in that shit. They're just mm-hmm. like, nah, it's just my phone. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna be on there. I love Facebook, you know. Yeah, but in the same way that social media itself sort of disseminated by by starting literally on the Harvard campus and then like all things. You know, uh, you know, things sort of disseminate culturally and spread out from cities like technology does from Silicon Valley or like culture has from New York and Los Angeles for the rest of the country. These trends even away from social media, more people putting down their phones, more people saying like, hey, man, like what seems somewhat revolutionary now or radical now, the kind of people who are like like my buddy Richard, who now has, you know, switched back to a, a more minimal phone and done all of that. It seems very esoteric now, but I have a feeling like those things also will begin to spread throughout because I don't think I think that 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 like this is that point where we finally have that conversation with ourselves and about that relationship that we have with those devices so that in the future even if that relationship increases in its scope in our lives at least we have a more healthy one where we're wary of both its positives and negatives as if you recall just 10 Short years ago, when Aaron Sorkin was searching for moral complexity in Facebook to write the movie, The Social Network, the best he could do was like, what if one of them like kind of fucked over the other one a little bit or something? Like that was, <laughs> it It seemed so wholly positive to us at the time. We couldn't conceive of drama being connected to the idea of social media. And now, holy shit, does that seem trivial? Like the fact that, oh, like one of the guys in Facebook fucked over the... Who gives a shit? It's also mind poison, you know? And yeah. so it's... Uh, it does it does change your view of social network. If you watch social network again now, what now knowing what you know about Facebook and thinking what you think about Facebook oh, sure. now, it, you, you have a completely different perspective on it and completely different identification yeah. uh, watching it there. You see see the, 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 the psychopathy and every bit of his actions in the movie that you didn't really that you viewed when they saw it the first time as like ah he's he's really smart maybe his little personal flaws but you know he's mo- more or less on the right path you know nah. that's that that's that that's that's over with <laughs> can't watch the movie like that anymore. yeah yeah and in in that way I just think that this is one of those those things where a lot of people from this point on and it's starting people are just I don't know. It's the kind of thing where these, the in the same way we did see 50 years ago, we did see in, you know, uh, 1969, lots of, tran- lots of social transformation ultimately trending towards positive transfiguration of the country. And, you know, certain negative externalities that we're still dealing with to this day, that we literally are dealing with today, but... You know, uh, and if we view, if we, we don't just sort of take the view that, like, bad shit's happening now, therefore bad shit must happen at this level of intensity or greater intensity from now until forever. You know, that kind of catastrophizing will continue to freak people out. But if you just sort of begin to take a longer-term view that, holy shit, this is going to be a period of upheaval, but maybe a necessary period of upheaval so that we can have positive change in the future and fixate your mind on that positive change in the future, then weathering these kind of storms emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, whatever, is 
significantly easier. And I think that people need a pressure release valve right now. And I don't think that people fixating and staring into their phones is what they need, you know, and being connected right now is not the good thing. Yeah. He says, putting down his microphone to take a sip of coffee. off. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what that outlet is, right? Like, I don't... Mm. Uh, people are cooped up inside. People are stuck on their phones at the moment, right? Like, um, I, I don't I don't know what they're supposed to do. Well, also, th- this might be, you know, the, the what's going on now is a lot of that pent-up energy being let out mm. into the real world yeah. here. Just a lot, uh, of, a lot of anger and stuff that definitely... I mean, these... I think that if... You know, given like how terrible the things associated with, uh, you know, like the George Floyd instance and everything, there was always going to be a reaction. But you know that it is being it is being amplified by all of the negativity and all of the pent up anger and everything of just months of people being cooped up inside and not trusting authority and feeling like things are spiraling out of control and that they're losing control of their own existences, yada, yada, yada. And I think we're just seeing uh, that's why everyone is found you know anyway just we're circling around it over and over again but ultimately i think despite how dark or bleak this particular moment might look i think if you take the long-term view these things will ultimately there's a bright there's a there's there's sunny days ahead in the future you guys i promise i guarantee it i promise it will happen you get a one hundred percent of guarantees. That's right, men's warehouse. I, I promise, I will never die. die. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he huh. just wanted those blueberries in his front pocket. It's <laughs> another line from Team America. It's one of my favorite. God, I need to go back and watch that movie, man. Katie and I rewatched it recently, and Holds it up. is delightful. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to remember. Uh, I mean, it's it's easy to forget some of the moments. Um, like the copious amount of vomit in that one scene where he gets he oh, drinks yeah. way too much. It's pretty great. And that, it's like ninety seconds or two minutes straight of him just, just vomiting. Mm-hmm. That puppet just vomiting. Yep. That that's that's probably the funniest part in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. The mo- just the most volume of laughing. That and then there's there. and then there's the uh, there's how how he has to convince the uh, like the colonel or whatever to help him again. He's like, you're going to have to suck my dick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You should trust. (laughs) And just to to set it up thematically perfectly Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, really, he really did. He really did. The only way we can know. And it's good. It's a callback to the first, for the first time they meet. Yes, yes, yes. It's great. Uh, It's great. Uh, Team America, uh, you know, Matt, Matt and Trey 2020. Matt and Trey. Matt Damon. That's the Matt. <laughs> That's not the Matt. That's the Matt I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, hey guys, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You, we, you know, we we wanted to not have super controversial moments here. <laughs> we want to be very entertaining, but yes. I'm gonna take a controversial stand. Do it. This season of Rick and Morty was not that great. Oh really? You think is it so? over? Hmm. It is over. That was it last week. Yes. Uh-huh. What was the one? What was the last episode you watched? The same one as as last week. What was last week's episode? Oh, I didn't watch last week. Oh, week's. yeah, the last one that we talked about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, no, no, no. There's uh, there's been a few more since then. Uh, yeah, there's been Armin, a few more since then. Uh, before we even get into the content, I want to say this up front, but but I, because it would ruin the experiment if in fact we discussed it any further. But I'm going to do a uh, uh, just a little experiment. At some point in the future, 
when the world isn't in tremendous upheaval, you will return to this season of Rick and Morty and find within it far greater depth, humor, characters, and just find it way easier so to invest So what you're saying is in. it's me that's the problem, what not, I'm saying, not What I'm saying is for a lot of people right now, taking the plunge into the spiritual realm through the screen, investing in silly cartoons and that sort of thing might be more difficult and potentially, potentially, and this is just a hype, I, I don't even know if it's the case. You haven't said anything yet. I don't, I don't even know. But I just wanted to put that out there so that in the future, if it happens, we can talk about it on the podcast. But anyway, tell me why you think that this season of Rick and Morty was... You're saying it's mids. Yeah, I'm saying it's mids. I'm saying it's very mids. Very I mids. just feel like they didn't have... Uh, they had a couple like really high highs that were like mm-hmm. really solid. Yeah, and but, I, guess, I guess part of it is, yeah, I'm tr- struggling even to remember the, these six episodes because there's been a lot going on lately. I definitely watched them. Yeah, I definitely watched all of them, too. Yeah. Uh, but I had to, like, look up a list of the episodes. I mean, it took mm. a year since mm. the season debuted for them to finish the season, basically. Mm. I mean, it was a little bit it was yeah, a little bit yeah. less than a year, yeah. but it was about a year since they put out first episode of season four. But wait, Armin, th- this had dragons jizzing and coming out of the coming yeah. out of the cum cave yeah, yeah. yeah. you know that that, it that did season have had that this ep- in it it had that episode I that's had right several that I really liked Arm- Armin's just big mad because what he wanted was what was uh, showcased on the first episode after the break which was the the look into the reality where we get to see oh, the evil Morty Star Wars and, future and all yes that. the Star Wars you wanted <laughs> yes, the Star, Star Wars, Wars finale there that finale. the uh, that and the story Lord oh, yeah. presented to them and the, you get you got yeah, honey the Lord of the Rings the Lord of the Rings yeah, yeah. finale you've been getting year. honey dicked for almost two seasons now yeah yeah I don't know I just uh... <laughs> I think I think that episode was saying something specifically about well, let's ask what fa- what is it you think was missing from this 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 season of, of Rick and Morty. You know, not enough lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what specifically it was that was missing. I feel like they. Okay, so if I think of like the peak episodes, yes. right? Like the best episodes of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the best episodes of Rick Morty were, let's see, uh, when he's in uh, the one that starts with him in Shoney's. Mm-hmm. And is like the escape from mm-hmm. the oh, Galactic yeah. Federation, where he like he ends up destroying the mm-hmm. whole fucking thing. That's like one of the best episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the very first time that we see like the whole like bird person and Tammy setup, and then mm-hmm. the payoff from the bird person and Tammy setup, mm-hmm. that was a really good episode. Yeah. Right. I didn't really find the dragons jizzing episode to be particularly entertaining. Oh, I, really I thought it was like fine. I loved it was every not one part of, my of it. Oh, <laughs> I, really I loved it. I was just tickled by every part of that. It was, it was just it wasn't but when one the of my old favorites. dragon came out of his cum cave. Yeah, that's yeah, I've, I've I, watched I, that I, episode I'm, like yeah. four times so far. So I've really I keep watching it over Cliff and Kyle. I maybe yeah. maybe I, I need to revisit it, but I just felt like it was flat. I just felt like it wasn't there. And I guess what and primarily it took way too fucking long, and the payoff was way too fucking. Yeah, interesting because I, I don't even think about it necessarily in terms of payoff again I don't I'm not necessarily looking for Rick and Morty to be like Game of Thrones and have some sort of big story arc I, I kind of am more interested in the conversation that Rick and Morty is having which is clearly very interested in having with its audience about that relationship between like meta to- storytelling and like uh, completely immersive storytelling and that push and pull in their own episodes because almost that especially in this last chunk of episodes seemed to be the conversation they were interested in having with the kind of pushing meta to the point of breaking story train episode 
and oscillating back and forth between that and like the what it explicitly calls all right next week just pure pure immersion pure just storytelling characters we're jumping right in and what i what what i dug about this particular arc and this is just one of the things that i really appreciated just about this little thing so to just put that out there this out there for for conversation is in that episode uh, the the train episode, whatever they they see the kind of fan demanded cliche Star Wars epic ending where where uh, Rick and Morty are are facing off against uh, are facing off against um, uh, uh, evil Morty and a whole army of me seeks and a whole army of stuff and there's an evil Star Wars version of Mister Poopy Butthole and it kind of lays all that out and it does it within the framing device of Rick and Morty being viewed as like a train set for kids to play with and you know you yeah. see this and you see the dials going up as that reality is manifested like maximum audience satisfaction maximum broad appeal but what I like about it is that's your bad screenwriting version it kind of resembled certain Star Wars movies we may have seen <laughs> The bad screenwriting, like almost like mental ejaculation version of what an ending could be. But what I think is funny and was really cool and dope and interesting is that they then ended with a Star Wars parody type episode, but and almost telling you how they're doing it while they're doing it. And again, whether or not you like you dig this or not, but I really dug it. As they're doing it, they're kind of showing you, and the, the subtle flex in the final episode is to show you how one could actually deliver a fun Star Warsy epic blockbuster ending in a fun character-based way that isn't just a bunch of armies meeting in a field or something like that. With with Morty literally calling out, saying it's like, "See, we we didn't get along before, but now we get together." It's our arc. It's, like, it's, it's our arc. <laughs> it's and then he's arc. like, "It's not Citizen Kane, but we really didn't want to get in the way of what's going." on here so you know we're like you know that's good enough right and like he's they're sort of telling you like see there's a character based way to do these things and to do and it delivers a fun different Star Wars ending with Vi- and it's it, and I don't know and it's just an interesting like a Babe Ruth thing of like calling a shot and then hitting a home run I thought at the end and that they kind of gave you the good and bad version of that and then we see which one actually resembles the Star Wars movies we've gotten of late? The kind of bad mental ejaculation armies fighting each other. They're even bigger fucking walkers. <laughs> Ten yeah, thousand I, I, star destroyers. I thought the, I thought the last episode of the season was probably one of the best episodes of the season, if not no, the rad. best episode mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah, yeah. And, but but you also but you're not just talking about the most recent episode. You're talking about everything going all the way back to the, this whole season. So yeah, the whole. I mean, it's. I don't even remember. I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering the first uh, five episodes. It was like a year ago. That dragon cum cave episode. Yeah. I'm not having any trouble remembering. That was that was not a peak for me. That was a big. That peak was not for a me. peak for big me. Peak. That was not a peak for me. I don't know. I it, like the like Pickle Rick. That was a great. Were episode. the dragons in the box? Was there a Pickle Rick moment in this in this Ooh. season? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, by the way, have you? We watched. Have now watched all eight episodes of Solar Opposites, Justin Roiland's new Hulu series. I, I tried the first episode and it was like. Oh really? Man. I loved it. I've watched it actually. It, most it, of it's it it really good. I mean, really I needed good. to like. Uh, devote more attention to it. Yeah. I was playing playing Animal Crossing at the yeah. same time. All, all aggressive dick and fart jokes, and yeah. I love it. Hulu's the first thing that we jettisoned. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Hmm. I was like, I was it, like, it, I'm it, never it, watching uh, uh, Handsmaid's Tale again because that show fucking sucked. And then I am. You don't look like the target demographic for Handmaid's Tale. The first so, season was great. The second yeah, yeah. season was a goddamn dog fart. It was bad. It was I worse than a dog fart. Uh, but the first season is really good. Cool. The second season is terrible. Brad. Uh, 
and because of that I was like, you know what? There isn't really anything on this on this offering that mm-hmm. I'm interested in. And now I have HBO Max, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out what it is what it is in HBO Max that that I'm I'm sticking to. Is it Friends? I think it remember, might be Friends. Remember when you needed HBO because of its great shows like Game of Thrones? I do remember that. I do remember. You're that. just waiting on that third season of Barry to come out right now. That's basically the only reason why I'm going to keep giving HBO yeah. any money. But here's another reason to keep HBO Max. Now HBO Max, and I don't think that uh, people uh, kind of get this as much, but it's the combination HBO, a couple things, but also Warner Brothers, all yeah. their things. So it has all the Looney Tunes on it. Mm. Like, not all, there's a lot omitted, but, like, literally hundreds of Looney Tunes broken down into, like, 35 different seasons by year. And uh, so if you go it, through it, that... Basically, it looked like they were trying to be comprehensive to get all of them, except for probably the racist ones, which with, they can't show anymore. And the ones with guns. Probably a lot of ones A lot with of guns. ones with guns and mm. stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's got a, a wealth of shit. I mean, all of Adult Swim's on there, all of Cartoon Network. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Rick and Morty is on Aqua there. Teen yeah. Hunger Force. Oh, shit. All right, so then I think I have reasons why... Metalocalypse. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, that's a great reason to keep HBO yeah. Max. That might replace Netflix. Yes. Fuck Ooh. it. You know what? Get it's out of funny. here, Netflix. I've been enjoying a lot of Netflix programming lately, and yet, um, and yet I've noticed as I've clicked, I've cl- the, their movie selection has felt smaller and smaller to me, or at least less of the kinds of movies I've been, I'm interested in. Like, I'm watching like a lot of... Movies from the seventies, a lot of old horror movies lately. Which Prime, Prime is much more the movie place. Prime has those, whereas like it's a, whereas Netflix is like, and everyone has Prime. Yes, Netflix is like, how would you like even more VOD horror from the last ten years? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I don't need the curse of the black hand in the house with the maiden four or whatever the fucking thing is. There's so many of them. dude. For, yeah. The There's first so three, many the, of the first three were so good. There's though. so many. of The them. curse of a black hand and the maiden in the house is really fucking great. All right, we need a poster. (laughs) The curse of the black hand of the maiden in the home. (laughs) Yes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Was that the one that had the lady's face that went... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, first she starts off with the hair down, and then she goes... I was the the old lady one the old lady one in the cave where that gift comes from where the old lady's like eating a person with her whole mouth it's it's like a spooky creepy pasta gift yeah yeah the movie I think the name of the movie and it took me a long time I still haven't seen the movie all the way through is the taking of Deborah Logan I'm like what a fucking chore of a name to have to remember yeah Deborah Logan is a stupid name we wanted to pull that shot for something for (laughs) silly a few years ago and it took me like a month of like trying concentrating on that film to eventually retain the title of that film so don't make your title of your exorcism movie the taking of deborah logan that's a boring fucking name. well i mean the exorcist is already taken that's exactly. the problem but it has an x in it so it's sexy the sexorcist exactly <laughs> you get sexorcist. It. yeah yeah uh i don't watch any horror movies um, because they give it. me bad dreams. I don't know. Really? I don't, I don't know what you would say. have less bad dreams if you exercised them with Guys, your. If you sexercised mm-hmm. them. Did with I tell you I tried melatonin? Movies. Yeah. Did I tell you uh-huh. it gave Whoa. me horrifying nightmares? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dreams are weird oh, on melatonin. That's I, one of the reasons I don't take. I can it. never do dog. it again. I can oh, never do it again. That's so funny. <laughs> you, so. Okay. Well, how much melatonin I took, did you take? The first night I took, I took ten milligrams. Yeah, it's not necessary. Uh, and I had the most horrifying dreams. And then the next night, I took five milligrams, and I had less horrifying but very strange dreams. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather just not remember my dreams than mm-hmm. have to go through this. So, like, uh, like a common misunderstanding of melatonin is that you're you're taking in the you, people think that pill is melatonin itself. It's not. Your we have body. gummies, but okay, keep going. Okay, the gummies. 
you you only need like three milligrams and all that does is like uh basically lubricate your system to create the melatonin that you need right your body's only going to produce so much right so taking 10 milligrams is fucking pointless taking five's pretty dumb taking three or one and a half interesting uh, but you might you might still have the dreams i don't know what that's about i don't have that problem Mm. but if i take pharma gaba which is another like sleep aid thing it will give me like after loading up on it for like a week on like the seventh day of taking it sixth day of taking it i'll have like a massive headache in the evening and if i take more of it i get like a migraine level thing where i have to go to sleep because my brain just like i'm going to explode i'll go to sleep and then i have the most like lucid and vivid dreams like almost like i just wake up and i'm living life and like crazy shit's just happening i'm like i can control this type of deal (laughs) and then when i wake up when i wake up i feel super mentally refreshed like i'm firing on all cylinders and in my whoop my whoop's like yo bro you're in rem sleep for like three and a half hours when i normally average like an hour or 40 minutes wow Hmm. yeah see that's the that's the thing i feel like i'm really giving up by not taking melatonin is those two nights that I took it. The mornings that I woke up, I woke up like 5 a.m. on the dot, eyes wide open, Mm -hmm. ready to fucking take on the day. Yeah. 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 I was, I was for the, I I basically melatonin made me Jocko Willink for two nights. (laughs) But if it comes with horrifying nightmares, I don't know if it's a trade off that's worth it. It it like amplifies your circadian rhythm. So as soon as the sun's rising, even if you can't see it, your body's like, fuck yeah, let's go. I just, I (laughs) I remember like waking up and thinking, what the fuck am I going to do for the next two hours before I actually have anything to do? (laughs) A thousand burpees for time, brother. You should have just started doing strict pull ups in the garage and then took Mm -hmm. pictures of your hands. (laughs) <laughs> so what you're saying, Armin, is that if you continue to start working out at 5 a.m., you will also grow a large caveman brow like Jocko mm-hmm. Willing has. Mm-hmm. You know, your I've, eyes will recede far into your skull until they can't see the light of day anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I will say this. I have. Um, I have consumed a little bit more Jocko recently. I don't really watch a ton of his shit, mm-hmm. but I've consumed a little bit more Jocko recently than I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I also have started sort of, you know. Tim Kennedy's stuff has popped up a bunch. So you're just preparing for the end of the world is what's happening? What I've realized, um, yes. First of all, yes I to that. I can see ahead of the curve. Yeah. First of all, happening. yes to that. Uh, I'm going to be wearing tactical shit <laughs> constantly yes. these days. It's going to be great. Yes. Uh, I have six guns on my body right now. Yes, your yeah. whole channel is switching to black and white. Yeah, it's going to be so sick. You have right, no idea. Switch to black and white now. All right, cool. There it is. For the rest of this pod. Uh, high contrast, very grainy, black and white. Yep. Sick. Right. I love it. Um, we all look like Sin City. What if that's not an aesthetic choice and just because he has different colored lights? Yes. Easy way to solve that problem. <laughs> what? If you have if different, you have different like light warm and cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you have a warm and cool, yeah, exactly. Then Everything what? looks then the same in black way, and white. Easy way dog. to solve that is just to make it black and white, like our film Necronomica. Yeah. The film Necronomica made it black and white, so we didn't have to white balance the sunlight versus the other lights. We just yeah. had lights. Yeah, it's a solution for, oh, for, right, for right. lighting and congruity. Oh, okay, okay. From I got it. Remember the, production, the, the, Armin? Yes, yes. <laughs> it was very weird how his like, brain just so, ceased to work. so confused. Armin was just on a different page than the <laughs> other three so of us. Jess was like, yeah, I get it. You see, the joke is that Jocko Willing definitely made that as an aesthetic choice, not a practical choice. Right. Whereas I speculated that perhaps he made it for a shitty practical choice. Like, well, we got a blue light and an orange light. Might as well make it black and white. In fairness, you have to know a lot about balancing tungsten versus daylight to even get the joke but still 
I should have I should have gotten that. And then there's an element about jo- Jocko having a fussy personality that he would give a shit about these. There's layers to this, but I get it. It was the right audience. Anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> after seeing uh, you know a little bit more, slightly more Jocko and Tim Kennedy content than I ever have in the past, mm-hmm. I've realized there's one very particular physical trait of theirs. It's not their forehead mm-hmm. that I'm incredibly interested in trying to develop all right and it is the forearm to bicep ratio interesting their forearms Mm -hmm. it might be because they both have very short arms i'm not sure but Mm -hmm. their forearms are fucking huge yeah Mm. that's from like years of grappling and like physical combat is that what that is you gotta be able to grab shit Mm -hmm. man get me on that train yeah get me on that train i don't have small forearms but their forearms are massive are fucking huge yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also probably because there's borderline rhabdo going on at any time at yeah. any time at I any time so. i mean how many pull-ups does that man do his uh his he uh, sleeps like this <laughs> like a bat and a, and like, a a sloth. He <laughs> like a sloth like a sloth <laughs> jocko sloth jocko sloth sloth or willing god sloth. i hope he never <laughs> sees this because he could uh, definitely find out where we live. Yeah. Like, he could look at this room right now and be like, this Austin, Texas, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Batmobile. The yeah, Jocko-mobile. Man. The Jocko-mobile. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm 100% interested. There, there's, two, there's two things that I'm interested in training for these days. Mm-hmm. One is those forearms, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's got to happen. Like, when I'm in... I have no idea how old those men are. 75 years old? When mm-hmm. I'm 75 years old, <laughs> I want my forearms to look like quads basically right well that's the last thing to go is the old man forearm hand yeah, strength you can preserve that that's way it. into eight, your 80s that's it and the the second thing i'm interested in training for is to look like henry cavill so <laughs> i'm working on We're, those both what are you what kind of crunches are you doing to grow a mustache <laughs> <laughs> you know i will i will have if i could have the physical look mm-hmm. If I could do Henry Cavill's body from either Superman or The Witcher, I would wear a fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, to you deal got some with tur- the lack you, of your, facial your problem, hair. Armin, I think I think you're running into the same problem uh, Rob McElhaney from uh, It's Always Sunny did when he tried to pursue the Brad Pitt body. He mm-hmm. realized that yes, you you might be able to have Henry Cavill's body, but you won't have Henry Cavill's face or handsomeness. And so that's not gonna that's not gonna really make you give you his handsomeness because yeah. the best part of his body you're gonna look is, like a meme, my friend. Like the it's, best part is it's his the, face. It's called the Kumail Nanjiani effect, <laughs> where everyone assumes someone photoshopped your head onto another your body. body. That's so the true. only way that I'll ever know whether Katie loves Henry Cavill's body more than his face is if I have his body and uh-huh. I have my face at the same time. Yes. It's just science, guys. It's just science. Mm. It's just science. Let's say in order for that to happen, we would need to step one, draw and quarter you. Step two, uh, put the pieces back together with spacers to make your shoulders four inches wider than they are and your hips and knees out just to make you uh, about six inches taller than you are. So you know that. that, (laughs) Just so hurtful. Just like Gattaca. That whole training program and methodology that he followed was online. I don't know if it's still online. Oh, really? It's... it's owned by Mark Twight from before Jim Jones. So he oh, was okay. with Jim Jones, rolled out the whole like Superman body training bullshit. Oh, sure. Yeah, it was a whole program. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like four months worth of training. Dope. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist anymore since Mark was like cut ties with Jim Jones. I got I to see if that's a real thing. You anymore. should just hit up Mark Twight and just be like, hey, man, 
<laughs> I want to look like I have. Henry I don't Cavill have. For I don't no... have the money. I don't have the steroids. I don't have Listen, the Armin, fi- financial. You, Armin, you need more incentive. viewers. And what other way to get viewers than passion. a sick body transformation thing? You got to get I did. fat. I did. Yeah, I got to exactly. get fat. We got to get fat go. first, and then you got to turn yourself into Superman. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it'd be a better move if if we'd all just get fat and then got back to our regular selves. Yeah. You'd have a bajillion followers because yeah. people love people that were fat and got skinny it's true there's multiple accounts that that's their whole reason for being step one achieved (laughs) (laughs) cliff has beat us all to the star (laughs) damn cliff what are you gonna do with this head start (laughs) yeah i don't see how you guys can catch up to me now i don't i don't know if we can i don't know if we can i don't know shit (laughs) <laughs> no, that's, that's you're already was, but that broke me <laughs> you're already halfway through the race uh, uh, you've got all the momentum hmm. uh yeah uh, that's a good point chase why don't you be the first person to join cliff on this challenge okay i mean kyle has gotten fat and lost weight like seven times <laughs> so many times in the past yeah but you didn't you didn't tell everybody years. you didn't post every every that's day true. I wasn't about your struggles about that's true. I should have done that. Tom Segura has like the best joke about getting skinny. Mm. Whenever he's like, whenever he lost all that weight, when he was in that competition with Bert mm. and the people are like, yeah, how, how'd you do it? And he's like, well, I woke up and I hated myself every yeah. day. <laughs> like a lot of people be like, yeah, you could probably do it. It's easy. You just do this and that. Mm-hmm. He's like, you probably can't do it. Do you hate, <laughs> do you, do you cry in the mirror? No, then you're not ready yet. Yeah. You'll get there eventually. Guys. Such yeah. a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, that is that is that is a classic Tom Segura. Um, yeah, guys. So for those of you who are interested in participating in the get fat, get fit lifestyle mm. Uh, mm. maneuvers mm-hmm. that we're we're all doing now, it's, I think it's mine, a slow though, trend towards being fat. Mine though is that I lost a bunch of muscle mass so that now I can quickly put it back on and look like I have all the workout secrets to putting on muscle fast. I will also be on all kinds of illegal pharmaceuticals while I do this. Mm. I think that's the best way to get followers. Yes. God bless. I have to figure out how to get them first. I don't know that part, but eventually. That's easy. Super, I, I know a guy. Super bodybuilder, fucking ripped from this body as the like before photo. That would be enough for a million followers. Yeah, it would be like the real life version of captain america yeah exactly yeah exactly it and by the real life version you mean just what chris evans and chris uh, pratt and actually the did literally did yeah, yeah literally yeah. did yeah. Uh, yeah yeah steroids yes exactly and yeah how much of that uh, the, the 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 superman body training manual is just still devoted <laughs> to what to inject into your body i, I don't know man i don't know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there has to be i mean it's not written in the manual obviously well, yeah. but listen everyone except for superman was on steroids for yeah. sure so Obviously. Superman doesn't have to. Superman I've, alien. Doesn't, doesn't I've seen to, some so. uh, printed out uh, Dave Palumbo uh, workout steroid plans. You know, he's made for clients, mm-hmm. but it's literally has every workout he wants him to do, sets, reps, and all that. Everything he wants him to eat, time throughout the day, and all the steroids they need to take, and timing, of course, over the course of an 18-week cycle and stuff. And it's all it's all an integrated package, all yeah. a tight integrated package. I mean, that is the Rolls Royce of personal training you're goddamn right mm-hmm. there's literally nothing better than i mean at, at that point what do you add you charge another mm-hmm. couple thousand dollars and you cook all their meals for them and you yeah, procure yeah. all their drugs for them yeah wow what I else mean, could you ask for when are we going to get to the point where it's not 
it's not sexy to have a cut up body that was fueled by steroids where where in reality what's sexy on social media is fucking mri scans of your healthy organs just post it up <laughs> look at that liver there's no fat on it that's right there's no fat look at how those well-functioning yep. kidneys and fucking just so amazing that, that, that will be that will be that will be the most beautiful thing once humans evolve to the point where they no longer have genitals yeah, yeah. then we won't care yeah, but it'll be a bragging point if you have some pretty big nuts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That'll be a whole different level. He's right, really fat, but look at those nuts. Look at the size of that sack. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I I, think that has to be the logical conclusion, right? Because mm-hmm. what all of this started with was Arnold Schwarzenegger being ungodly jacked in the 70s and 80s. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now, even if you look at the most jacked superheroes they're not even fucking close even the fake suits that they wear that have the fake muscles like mm-hmm. uh uh winter soldiers stupid fucking muscle suit that skinny mm-hmm. bitch wearing his muscle suit underneath all his clothes skinny bitch he'll fuck you up still armin you're still steaming about the fact that you lost that part the winter soldier part to that guy from whatever who the fuck he is yeah man it i was mean that was it was your fucking part i painted my arm silver for <laughs> my 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 fucking what's it called for <laughs> audition for months my audition for months for before months. before and after the audition yeah. just to really live the part well yeah. into when the film method was in production acting. i method acted my audition i murdered the I casting cut my agents fucking arm off. <laughs> <laughs> they murdered... respond they responded to none of my letters <laughs> i visited their kids at school that's I where you really so... messed up <laughs> you don't do that uh yeah even the most jacked superhero bodies are not nearly mm-hmm. as jacked like what's the most jacked superhero Hulk. body oh well pa- uh, uh like dave batista dave batista i guess yeah, I was wrong he's, with he's, he's the thickest yeah thanos and the rock jacked. maybe thanos is very jacked but he's not real yeah uh <laughs> the batman's <laughs> batman's suit the the uh ben affleck batman oh, suit suits are the most muscular? that was a super oh. jacked oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, the, like, all the Zack snyder stuff is the yeah. most jacked everyone yeah, looks maximally into. thick and yeah Zack wonder snyder woman is stuff, super yeah. fucking jacked but like none of the why are you hook gripping the microphone <laughs> <laughs> i don't want it to go anywhere <laughs> snatch life <laughs> Listen, you got to establish good habits. Armin. You I would never see that sitting from where you. If we had, if we were in our regular seats, I would never ever notice that oh, you're hook gripping that that microphone. Oh my god! Uh, anyway, I just hold stuff. My point is, obviously, that's where we're going mm-hmm. because our superheroes are getting skinnier. No, their brains are getting bigger. No bullshit. It's all gonna be nope. In uh, ten years, it's all gonna be huge pecs again. Pecs and and deltoids. I hope so. Latissimus dorsi. Yeah, we're gonna go back through that cycle again. Yeah. Good. Most Jack superhero, Rich Froning. It's a good point. Hands down. I'm calling it right now. Cliff and I will one day remake Commando, and it will be the zeitgeist film of the year. Good. That that's where we're headed. Commando. Shia LaBeouf is. And he'll be Shia the Buff at the time because he will be on so much trend in the the, role of the eighteen months for eighteen months leading up. Eighteen months of trend leading up to it. It's his last role. Yeah, because it's going to happen. Congestively. We're going to cause congestive heart failure with the amount of steroids it's, he's dude, on. Dude, think about it, man. Robert De Niro gains a bunch of fat and loses it for ta- for fucking taxi driver, for, for Raging Bull. 
uh, you know, it's legendary. Christian Bale gets fucking skinny. People gives love a shit? it. People love it when you change your body. Yes, but what no one has done is become like ridiculously bodybuilderoid, except for The Rock. But that's sort of kind of I mean, within. That's his, that, brand. that's his brand, exactly. His so brand is to be on steroids. But if Shia LaBeouf got like disgusting jacked, mm-hmm. then we did Commando. I'm just saying. So it would be rad. People love body transformations, and people love people that died after their role. Heath Ledger. Yes. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head other than him. Yes. Shia LaBeouf gets crazy jacked. And then dies as a result of getting super jacked after the film's done. Oh man, that's a that's a guaranteed Oscar. Yep. Dark Knight, two point no. Command comes back from the dead. <laughs> it was all it was all a weird art project. Yeah, like I'm still here. Yeah, or like any of his weird art projects that he has already done. Like, yeah, that was a like, perplexing thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. Someone coming back from the de- like, someone comes back from the dead and it's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, no one's gonna believe that's Jesus. Yeah, they'll be like that's Shia LaBeouf. Everyone will be like, God damn it! This is like when you watched all your movies in the fucking movie theater and filmed yourself. Oh, Shia LaBeouf, you got us again. You damn it! <laughs> With your do you guys see Robert Pattinson is like um, definitely committed to not working out to be Batman? Oh, really? Have you seen that? No. no. Yeah, no. He, he was like this whole quarantine thing happened while he was filming uh, and they sent him to like his you know his social distancing quarantine thing with like his training program to like keep him jacked uh, or mm, get him jacked and he yeah. was like yeah i'm not i'm not doing any of that oh so deal with it i guess I'm well not, fuck him and his ass he's though. like well, i'm because, not inter- well, what, what are the reasons because he's batman he's not interested in being he's not interested in being jacked well fuck him are or, you interested and he thinks in this role he thinks it's problematic to be a jacked superhero did he actually say this i think something along or those are you lines, just making right? this up i didn't read it angry. right i didn't read i didn't read all of it either i'm pretty <laughs> sure he said Robert that pattinson that sounds about right he has the opera listen when someone like kumail nanjiani a person of color Mm-hmm. Steps up to the plate. <laughs> I was like, he's closer to Armin's when, people of color, but that's when okay. Someone like Kumail Nanjiani, a person of color, <laughs> gets this opportunity. You know what he does? He steps up with that that crazy that, body. The energy of someone who immigrated to this country and this lazy fucking limey son of a bitch is afforded this opportunity. And what does he do? He spits in the face of all immigrants. Yeah. Not just the people, not just the Chris's who have come before him in the superhero world, but all immigrants who have struggled to come to the West and make it in this country by not doing the push-ups that we need him to do, Armin. Yeah, you're right. You, you know what he also has going for him? He's just pretty. He's like, why would I work out ever in my life? Look how, look at this. I sparkle. I that lo- wasn't an effect in the movies. I like speed, like. hate his, his Batman film already. I fucking hate it. And you know what? Pretty I didn't much, even see much. I didn't even see the third one of that boring guys fucking apes movies. I don't give a shit about any of them either. I haven't seen any of those apes yeah, movies. Yeah, who gives a shit, really? Were they good? No, I don't I saw the first two. What are we talking about? I forgot about? them immediately. The Planet of the Apes movies, the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. I think he only directed the second two. I saw the one with Franco in it. Yeah. I said, yeah, that was that I one was okay. seen it, any had of li- them. It, it had Lithgow. That's the only thing I remember. Are they Lithgow? good? Should I watch them? That's what I'm trying to figure out, guys. Should I watch them? The first one's good. Not by this director. What is it? Called. by the batman director they all have the, the same name that's why i'm asking what they have called. the same name i don't know what they're called it's all like sun planet ape sun return then it's like the title yeah, why of don't you just type in which apes. one is war for the planet of the apes oh Battle that's the last one 
I don't know. That's the last one? Last one's War of the Planet of the Apes. Matt Reeves, the director, doesn't know probably. There's some crazy shit. I I remember seeing one of them. Planet of the Apes? And they talk. And they talk (laughs) and they have guns. None of them have been called anything (laughs) normal. It's believable. That's fucking rude, Chase. They're called actors. (laughs) They have names. We're talking about Andy Serkis? Yeah, Andy Serkis talks. He's like, ugh, gun. You people suck. Yeah. It was really riveting writing. Uh, Gun, you people suck. Because, because, must must kill. Here's how I know that this Batman movie will be bad, is it's also an indictment of the director. Because if someone says he's not going to do push-ups to be Batman, Matt Reeves, you got to call him up and fire him from that role immediately. It's an indication that Matt Reeves does not have his head in the right place, that that has not already happened. Hire someone who will do push-ups. Yes. Like me. Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm Chase. Batman. I'd well, watch see, Chase. My Batman voice is different than yeah. the other Batman yeah. voices. I, I'm just not even worried about the director. I'm worried about this actor. This actor, if he is per, if he's not working out to achieve this Batman role, if he's not willing to embrace masculine energy for it, the energy that's going to come across on the screen is going to be soft. What will his Batman voice sound soft like? He didn't dick. work out and ate a bunch of soy. <laughs> Shouldn't Batman do, do, be do pretty some soft? Batman lines. If, if, it's, this one. if it's not Frank Miller's Batman, it should be pretty soft because his whole thing was like, I'm not going to kill people. That's soft. You got to fucking kill people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> principle number one for Chase's Batman. Principle number two, you got to be jacked. You got to be mm-hmm. jacked. You got to murder. The non-Frank so Miller, saying is non-Frank you loved, Miller Batman would just you be like a Zack skinny Snyder's bitch. Batman. Mm-hmm. Another reason f- to stick with HBO no, Max. I wanted to like him. I wanted to like him. What are you him. talking about? He was those two things. He we murders and he was super jacked. Yeah. He murders and he saves. He, mur- <laughs> he, he does. rapes he, and he, he saves. He murders, he saves, and he's super jacked. Yeah, I, I would have been all for seeing more of Ben Affleck as so Batman. We got There's the, a we new got the... Zack Snyder cut of, of Justice League no is coming out. fucking good. They're spending like You've 150... It? No, it's not coming if, out next year. They're spending like $150 million to read... It'd be really sick oh, if that they I get just... it now. They're doing this. Did you yeah, yeah. not know this? No, I, did. I didn't know that, but it makes perfect sense. I know that because the I uh, it's the same thing every company is doing right now is they're trying to take content they already have. That's the and same have shot. thing they're doing at Flow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're trying to content they already have and have shot because they can't do any more shoots. And okay, how can we sitting in offices make this content into new shit? Yeah. So it's like okay, we have a bunch of this footage here. We can't shoot anything stuff. new. So archival footage. Archival footage. So let's yeah. uh, try to fucking yeah. put it together. Same reason ESPN and shit is playing old games. Uh, and people re an old yeah. shit. You know, it's and a now big like, well, sports documentaries it's are a big, big marketing point for uh, HBO Max that they gave Zack Snyder like nine figures worth of money to finish his version of Justice League wherein he actually introduces Darkseid. It'd be really and oh. uses Darkseid as the bad. That's why it's so expensive because they have There's to do all the CGI. Bad guy, they have yeah. to CGI the entire new bad oh, guy. Man. So this is actually happening? This yeah, is it's actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be soon, right? When was this announced? Next, 2021. I don't, I yeah, next that. year. It's supposed to come out next year. I kind of checked out a movie. I'd be really, I'd be really hyped as if, as if they roll it out and it's so dark and grainy. <laughs> that you just can't fucking tell anything I mean, that's going that on. That was that's, one of the biggest changes expect. that Joss Whedon did. Joss Whedon was like, let's, brighten uh, let's brighten this up. Whoa, that's what the costumes look like? You can see Hold the zip ties in the back of the Flash's outfit. They yeah. all look like the Power Rangers from that Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder's going to be like grainy, black and white. Now, more contrast. Yeah, eh, it's it's whatever. It's I mean, I'll watch side. it. I'll watch it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm so, already paying for it, so an, fuck it. An interesting dichotomy emerges. We have seen maximal, maximally jacked and dumb 
Batman. We've seen the dumbest Batman. Who's and the dumbest Batman? Ben Affleck. Batman. <laughs> okay, got it. The maximally jacked and dumb. Because uh, he, he could. Batman was never thicker, and he was never dumber. Uh, in just in, in every meaning. That's very true. He was very dumb. Like the movie Martha. was dumb. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he, that's, that is correct. He, it was her name or something. I'm going to get in a fist fight with this alien. He just literally punches <laughs> Superman's first move. Like, why would you think you move. could win that? That was his first move. So now we're getting, we're getting, we will be getting. Okay, okay we have the stupidest Batman. We're going to be getting super skinny, uh, sort of emo vegan Robert Pattinson <laughs> thinky Batman. We're getting emo vegan Batman. Why, why is Robert Pattinson playing Batman when he looks like the Robin from fucking Frank exactly. Miller? His, he Batman, looks... his Batman is just going to be like smoking cigarettes and be like, ah, violence is uh, not my way. Yeah. <sighs> Which also, if you don't know, the Frank Miller Robin is a little girl, a little red-headed it's a girl. girl. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a girl. Yeah, no Frank sense. Also, is nobody, is o- nobody has a problem with Batman taking a 12-year-old girl into a sea of mutants and war it would potentially be killed yeah but that batman is so fucking badass it doesn't matter he doesn't care he would use her as a shield he does yeah that's it yep she's game she's game (laughs) to be fair but but it is it is his bat it is it is uh frank miller's batman that that decides to fight superman so my and, uh, so superman su- he gets successfully some yeah, yeah successfully he accomplishes he, he, that he uses more smart yeah he's though. way more smarter he's, he's way smart, smart. Uh, but he's not the as point fucking being, stupid as ben affleck's we, batman we have Zack snyder jack dumb batman we're going to have vegan skinny boy batman who's right. gonna like think or something right uh and uh oh, so idiot. we're gonna have both of these batmans so ultimately the culture will now polarize around both of these batmans as they take on great symbolic meaning eventually leading to a synthesis batman in let's say 2026 when we'll finally get a good batman again so Dope. we'll eventually get a good batman by 2026 that's my prediction wait so but get... what what batman is it going to be is it going to be like christian bale's batman in the first couple it's movies it's going to be christian bale returning to the role to fight brandon routh in a very dark R-rated adaptation in the style of Logan of Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. That's what's going to happen. That, to be released 2027. That'd be so sick. What they should do is create a one-off Batman Beyond movie in which... Do you guys remember the Batman yeah. Beyond oh, yeah. cartoons? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should make a one-off Batman Beyond movie where Michael Keaton plays mm-hmm. old Batman. He's oh, there. It's been dude. 30 years. Yep. Dude, dude, imagine Tim Burton directing Michael Keaton in a Batman Beyond movie with yeah. some hot, sexy young guy. And then, like, Michael you could have Robert Pattinson like, would like, actually. Mike, Robert, yeah, Pattinson Robert Pattinson would be would work perfect that, no, for he, that version. You know, of Batman. no, he wouldn't because he wouldn't do the sit ups necessary to be the young twink Batman. That's, That's true. Okay. That's true. He would have a flabby British body. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get Timothy Chalamet to be the Batman. The twink has to have the core strength to maintain poses. What? What? Chase did it. Yeah, it's Timothy Chalamet, man. T- Timothy oh, Chalmet. Yes. That's it. He's going to do those sit-ups. He's going to he, do them. He will. And he's got the perfect twink thing yes. already going on. He had to prepare his body physically to endure Army, Army Hammer. Hammer's body. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I was going I to. I was going to. Uh, see, he's ready. He's He will do handstand push-ups. This is it, guys. Oh, shit. Could we see? In 2026. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Could we see though? You just get put in the image in my head, a Batman and Robin, starring Army Hammer and uh, Timmy <laughs> <Chalmette. laughs> 
Because <laughs> Army Hammer was cast as Batman in uh, the, the George uh, Miller, the George Batman. Miller yep. version, yeah. and yeah. and and they would at this point, oh my, with no more innuendo. God. They're just flat out, <laughs> flat out, just bone. And then the Call Me by Your Name is Listen, a prequel. I so wait, every... that's Batman. What's that guy doing? Yeah. Uh, he just he, he just out. fucks him. What's that, what's that guy doing? He hangs out. He's, he hangs out. Uh, he's he, his, he is his he's his roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Batman um, and his roommate. All right, I need everyone Tim. to do this. I want everyone to practice at least once a day. Strongly visualize the poster for Batman and Robin, starring Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. It's Timothy Chalamet in the foreground and Batman with his yes. hands on his shoulders. Yes, a lot of smelling, peaches smelling the side of his head. They're it's all uh, holding peaches. They're both. They're riding the same bat cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I need everyone to picture this, because I think if we all, just the people here, if we all picture it strongly enough, we can make this manifest in reality. Yeah. And these are those positive outcomes I was talking about, because this is the old, this is the Batman movie that will save us. All right, we need Army Hammer. Army Hammer will finally get to play the Batman role that he was preparing for. So that's like, that's a good coming back from adversity oh story he'll be coming right back there. exactly <sighs> timothy chalmett gets to play robin the role he was born to play honestly yeah <laughs> and come on guys this will heal us as a country uh, i'm not against it yeah in fact i'm for it strongly all right there's a production company out there Fuck. that has to sh like shut their whole shit down because we just word for word Yep. said what they were want, they, they were, were planning to do. They're trying to do it. We yeah. ruined it. But people create memes, photoshop posters, get that out there in the world. If we let's make this, let's get I, this oh, out. You, there. you could do so many memes with that movie with just uh, putting bad ears and fucking robin ears on the man. Yeah. He's okay. Well. <laughs> aren't they aren't <laughs> No, they don't ride the same bicycle at any point, but they they came pretty close. Call That's, me by your name, yes. Bruce. <laughs> The name Bruce already says so much. Yes, there you go. I'm selling. It's it's right there. It's right there, Hollywood. Do you do you not like money, Hollywood? Uh, that's gonna make a lot of movie money. No, no, no. it's gonna make <laughs> a lot. I meant to say money. The dynamic duo back together again. Both of them. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. uh. You're all picturing it. Come I don't on. want to say anything else. I feel like that's a beautiful place to end. Yeah, that is. We're going to go ahead and... Dun, dun. Law and order it. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Hit us. All right. I'm at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most sensual Instagram account on the internet. I am at Cliff Bogart on a very fat Instagram account on the internet. Uh, I'm at Chase504 on the Instagrams. And I'm at Arm & Hammer TV. And uh, if you're just listening to this... All of us are in the same room together. We are. We didn't really address that. But no, here we, we are. We'll, but here we we'll are. address it next week. Here we are, all together again. Thanks, folks. I hate it. See you next time. <laughs>